Red State Talk Radio. The Talk Monster. God said I need somebody willing to get up before dawn, milk cows, work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. My administration will be focused on three very important words. Jobs, jobs, jobs. This must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. We, the citizens of America, are now joined in a great national effort to rebuild our country and restore its promise for all of our people. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another, or from one party to another. But we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. Hold on to your seats. Buckle up for safety. You are now entering another dimension with The Scott Adams Show. And that's right. My name is Scott Adams. You're listening to The Scott Adams Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. And uh, I'm joined by Leonor Carvoto. Two days in a row, Leonor. Good morning, Scott. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Pretty good. So, um, you know, that Texas case is rolling along nicely. Yeah. Now, today, they have a deadline. Uh, the deadline is for the Democrat states, the defendant states, Georgia, mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin, uh, those states have to actually give a response to the Supreme Court. And guess who was asked to to give the oral arguments for uh, the, uh, the president's case? Let me guess. Uh, Senator Ted Cruz of Texas. That's right. So uh, the intervention that people are asking about is that Trump... Uh, hired his attorney to step in, and uh, I think his name is Eccles, but uh, I'm going to look it up. Um, but the, the Trump attorney, uh, which, you know, Jenna Ellis is the one of the main attorneys, but the attorney that's representing this particular case, um, it's a, basically that's part of the intervention. They're going to ta- kind of like uh, tag along or hop on the case. And they're going to present maybe an oral argument uh, for the Trump team because they are the affected party in this case uh, that's being brought by. It's uh, it says eighteen. It was seventeen, <clears throat> and we were commenting seventeen Q right right. And it sat there at seventeen for a while. And I thought that's a good round number, and, and it was 18. I've actually read a report where it was going to be 21, 21 yep. states. Uh, yep. I'm, not, I'm not 100% sure on the 21 states. I do know I took a look at the brief, and these states are giving amicus briefs, <clears throat> and they're endorsing the uh, lawsuit, the lawsuit uh, that has original jurisdiction with 
Texas. Right. So it's the state of Texas is the plaintiff, and they're suing the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, the state of Georgia, the state of Michigan, and the state of Wisconsin. The, they, those are the defendants. And that, you know, regarding the election. And, uh, and they're also talking about the brief state of Missouri and 16 other states. Um, as amicus curiae in support of plaintiffs. So, so state of Missouri and 16 other states, as you were saying, are joining. And now, this is the article I'm looking looking at is um, is based on when it was set, or, or or the brief itself is based on when there were 17 states participating. I think to your point, it's gone it's gone higher, but that was after the brief was initially created. That's right. So right now, the latest and filed. Yeah, the latest because it was filed Monday night. That's right. And if you go to scottadamshow.com, you'll see we have our YouTube page right up there in the center of the page. I encourage you to uh, click on the YouTube link to subscribe to our new channel, our our, our YouTube channel. Uh, be sure to like it and uh, click the notification bell. It helps us out, by the way, when you do that, because the, the bigger our numbers uh, <clears throat> go, and just in the last week we've gotten a couple of thousand uh, subscribers, which is really good for a week, um, and we haven't even really begun to get started yet on, on that YouTube page and what we're going to be doing with it. So it's going to be interesting. Um, but the <clears throat> conservative treehouse wrote this article, and they said uh, the states file amicus, amicus brief with Supreme Court in support of Texas election lawsuit. Late Monday night, the state of Texas filed a lawsuit directly in the Supreme Court against four states, Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. The intent is to block those states from casting their electoral college votes for Joe Biden due to the unconstitutional nature of mail-in ballot use against legislative approval and requirement. And we and what, went over this yesterday, that they were not following the, the, uh, the legislative procedure, and there were also variations in different counties. I mean, so, that, so that's a lot of what uh, the, the main crux of this case is about. But it's amazing, you know, when you hear the Democrats talk about it, right? And that's all they do is they put on these Democrats and they, uh, on the mainstream media, and they spin it a different way. That somehow, you know, each state, just because you don't like the outcome of, uh, you know, you would like, uh, just because you would like California's 55 electoral votes, mm-hmm. um, doesn't mean, you know, the, the way it works is, is each state, you know, does a vote, and then they get, they, they get the, the, elect, the electoral votes get allocated. Well, you know, <clears throat> it's disingenuous on many levels, because many of these states decided that they were going to award not with what their state constituents did. Like if, if we're in Virginia. Right. And we vote and somehow we pull off a, a – we flip the state. And Trump flips the state, but yet somehow he loses the popular vote. Uh, in this, In that particular case, Virginia was arguing that their state delegations or de- delegates, electorates – go to the winner of the national popular vote, no matter how the people in their own state actually mm-hmm. voted, which is the, is, 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 uh, is the opposite of what they're claiming now. See, and that's what's kind of interesting, is, is they're basically saying, we don't really care what our state feels about what goes on in our state. We care about the national popular winner. 
when it comes to President of the United States. So if New York and California were to rig a whole bunch of illegal uh, ballots with their Dominion machines and their illegal voters and their non-citizens, remember back in the census question, Mm -hmm. everybody thought, okay, yeah, check the box. It says, yes, and I'm a U.S. citizen. And they said, no, we can't put that box on there. And they fought tooth and nail. And somehow the Democrats won that case, too. Right. They, they won a case to make something unconstitutional. I mean, to, to put pass an action that was unconstitutional. And by pass, they say, put, make it we part know of how many what we're doing. Of course. Our citizens. How many citizens? And because, again, we have to go back to the point of what it means to be a citizen. What it means to be a citizen is that you have the rights of the country because you, as a citizen, have done certain things on behalf of the country. Right. But... You know, the idea is, is, is that it's like it's like it's like having a pension fund and you don't pay into it. You know, it, you, yeah. you haven't paid into it. That's what happens when you've got you've got illegal immigrants well, trying California, to come in. California wants to count how many people they need to take care of, not how many citizens they need to take care of. Right. And uh, I just think that's uh, that's not the way our country was built. You know, we can't afford to supply the world with free education we can't. just because they come through our border illegally. And violate our laws. You know, it doesn't make any sense. So the same leaders that want to uh, get offer up free education, uh, ID, uh, they want to give you free medical, uh, also want to uh, do away with the Electoral College and basically allocate their votes to where there's the most fraud. California and New York being two key places where it's high populations, extraordinarily liberal. Uh, and, you know, Chicago's another city that's very corrupt. Philadelphia is another city that's very corrupt. Houston is another city that's very corrupt. And Atlanta, of course. But this comes down to Detroit. the separation of powers. Like, so the, in the summary of the argument, okay, the bill of complaint raises constitutional questions of great public importance that warrant this court's review. First, like every similar provision in the Constitution, the separation of powers provision of the electors clause provides an important structural check on government designed to protect individual liberty by allocating authority over presidential electors in the legislature thereof. We keep talking about this. It's decided by the legislature. In each state, the clause separates powers both vertically and horizontally, and it confers authority on the branch of state government most responsive to the democratic will. And encroachments on the authority of state legislators by other state actors violate the separation of powers and threaten individual liberty. It's that simple. I mean, you that's why you have the, the legislature deciding the elections. You can't come in through um, going through the, the court or going through um, executive action to change the election. Right. And, and you can't have variations in different parts of a state. It all has to follow a procedure. Now, there's a lot of merit to this case. And so uh, this, uh, this um, case uh, basically is uh, it, it's waiting to be it's while well, we're waiting on hearing to the hearing of uh, it's a it's on a docket right now. Right. right? They call it, you know, they've, it's been filed. It's it's, it's been docketed. Uh, they're waiting on the defendants, the four states, to write their response to the case. And then the Supreme Court's going to uh, rule on whether or not they hear the case. 
it's not really right. and i imagine they'll they'll hear it and then and then uh ted cruz will uh offer up the oral argument well that's gonna be something interesting yeah. to see but you know the um Democrats would, would try to say that each state is independent of each other and that uh, you just need to leave them alone. They have independence and domicile. I, I, think, I think the understanding of what it means to be a state is being conflated here. Right. Well, they have a lot of independence. Well, they have, a, yeah, they have independence. From the federal government. But they still have to follow procedure, and there still has to be a check and balance. Yeah. Well, the real kicker is about, and what the Democrats don't want to talk about, is was there fraud? Yeah. And they're trying to say there was no fraud. And there was fraud. But, you know, like, again, you can go all the way back. The Democrats were planning this from a long time ago. Yeah. When they were fighting tooth and nail about the citizenship question, when they were looking to get more money pork barreled into the stimulus packages, and Trump would bulk at that every step of the way, they were fighting, fighting and fighting because they knew, they knew that they were going to rig the election. They knew it. They knew it. And, you know, the, the problem is they've been fighting every, I mean, basically it was every little crack Every little crook and nook and nanny, you know, nook and cranny, nook and cranny. Every every little nook and cranny, they were trying to do that, and and you could see it. And I kept my eye on it the whole time, and I'm thinking to myself, man, they are going for broke. Every chance they get, they're trying to push this mail-in balloting. In the case in Pennsylvania, they they in October 2019 advocated for this. The state legislature was spineless. The Republicans. And they basically did not do the right thing. They've kind of folded to, to the pressures or, or took the kickbacks, whatever it is. But now we're finding that it's a lot more sinister than that. It's a, it's a lot more uh, of a national security threat. And that the courts really, um, they're going to look at it from a constitutional perspective, but they really need to open their eyes and see what's at stake here with regard to our republic. Because what happened in Houston in August of 2019, or, yeah, or August, no, August 20? August, um, no, I'm, no, no, it's August 2019. Yeah. It was um, <clears throat> where we shut down, no, it was after COVID. So it might have been, if it, it was, was after co- If it was after COVID, it was August 2020. It just seems like such a long time ago. Yeah, well, whenever it was that we closed down the uh, consulate for in Houston, the Chinese consulate in Houston. And you got um, these Chinese spies, like this pretty Chinese girl that was hooked up with Eric Swalwell. And uh, Eric Swalwell denied um, the, his involvement with this spy, uh, despite the fact that he's married and has two children. Um, you know, he was hanging out with this chick. And so was the uh, brother and uh, a, a relative. And when he said he cut off all contact with this woman, it turns out that new information shows up on Facebook that says he's liking her pictures that she's posting and some other things. So they, they were in contact with each other. It's demonstrably false that he would say this to mainstream media. But do you think mainstream media would ever ask a follow-up question to Eric Strawwell, who was the one that was press, pressing the Russian hoax uh, BS since day one uh, with supposedly leaked information. Now he's complaining that this information was leaked about him. And about him, it's true. About the Russian hoax, they've never proven a, a doggone thing. Yeah. So 
Ever since the citizenship question, we knew that the fix was in, that this was a long-in-the-making long plan. And what's sad even more is that Facebook and Zuckerberg were in on it. Because they were financing these election facilities. They were financing the ability to buy these rigged machines. They were doing a lot of things with their money in terms of organizing. But the, the, the consulate in Houston with China was organizing Black Lives Matter in Antifa. That's why I know it couldn't have been 2019, I think. Um, is because they were financing the civil unrest and the racial division. And they were uh, doing domestic terror within our borders by way of their consulate, which was basically, you know, uh, a sovereign space, sort of like an Indian reservation out west that wants to do business with the UN. There's been a lot of globalists that have been trying to infiltrate into the United States and take over ownership of part of what, who, what it is that we have. You know, some it's of interesting. Our land and some other I things. was thinking about something as you were mentioning Eric Solwell. When you think about the amount of uh, activity and the corruption that is concentrated in California, and it makes logical sense because you've got um, you've you've have all these incidences of uh, corruption with exe- with. Um, you know, uh, leaders like uh, Eric Solwell. Well, that's what I'm saying. You've got a combination of the spy situations with Solwell, with Feinstein. You've got um, the situations where people are violating the rules related to COVID. And then you've got this te- the tech monopolies. Many of them are in the Palo Alto area of, of California. So you've got that happening, which is, of course, a hotbed for hiring loads of Chinese students who come over here, go to the universities, get jobs in our tech centers, you know, and basically, we've said this before, they come over and they, you know, they get our intellectual property and they take it back with them. So they're really, you know, this is not being said as a prejudicial statement, because there are loads of wonderful Chinese people that come to this country and become and make it their home. But you do see a little bit of a pattern happening with this concentration in California. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, I think it's intertwined. I really do yeah. think the combination of the the, the COVID and the spying so the are states, connected. The states. What are the states' arguments again? Is that uh, Texas shouldn't be able to control what uh, the tastes of of their voter constituency? But what they're discounting is what Texas is complaining about is that these other states didn't do their due diligence. They had, they uh, went rogue with their own state's constitution. Uh, they had secretaries of state and the governors that were in bed with China. And we learned that from Pompeo, who basically put out a veiled threat and called them out and said, you know who you are. You're in this room and you've been doing business with Chinese partners. And I'm here to tell you that some of these Chinese partners don't have your best interest Mm -hmm. or the country's best interest at heart. You cannot say that they weren't warned by Pompeo. And I believe that Brian Kemp was on that list. And there was a list of favorable and non-favorable governors and secretaries of state and Brian Kemp was somewhere in the likable region for uh, the Chinese. And, you know, uh, th- there's been, um, I've heard Asa Hutchinson. Yeah. You know, uh, Terry Martin, uh, ter- I mean, Terry, uh, 
don't want to say his last name actually, but <laughs> Terry um, uh, from Arkansas uh, posted that. And um, what about Asa Hutchinson? Well, he's been he's been um, going back and forth to China. We had him on the show a couple of years ago. Yeah, no, nice yeah. guy. But uh, all I'm saying is is that um, you know there's a lot of different uh, a lot of different um, uh, uh, relationships going on there. And as I said earlier in the week, uh, the unintended consequence of Trump's tough love with China is that they found a new business partner that was friendlier, and that happened to be state governors. And one of the, the one of the things that happens in say Arkansas or Georgia is a million dollars goes a lot further down south than it does up north. You know, a million dollars doesn't get you a half a commercial up up north, right? Yeah. But it gets you it gets you a lot of airtime down south. It sure does. Because of the cost of living adjustment. But um so I think that in one part, you know, the reason why they would deal with say Iowa yeah. Uh, the governor was a really good friend. The governor uh, that uh, was our Chinese ambassador mm-hmm. that Trump hired, you know, hired to be the ambassador yeah. there um, from Iowa. And it just seems like um, <clears throat> China had a vested interest in in regions of our country that were producing food yeah. and producing uh, and, and also with governors that were. Basically, where ten million dollars or a hundred million dollars or whatever the uh, the investment might be, it's cheaper. It's yeah. cheaper to build infrastructure uh, when it's not geolocation specific. It's there's no real requirement for you to be in New York City uh, if you're not on Wall Street, right? right? You can you can live in Jersey or somewhere. So they could build a lot more, get more bang for their buck uh, with these small states that are cash. Uh, for, desperate for cash influx, infusion, and growth, and development, and that's where they exploited our, you know, those weak links, and not to mention the fact that that what one of their endeavors is that they're trying to ensure uh, ownership, or they're trying to take ownership so that they can ensure a food supply. Yeah. Uh, one of the biggest problems for China is they can't supply their. They, they cannot supply their they don't have the intellectual property because they're a communist state they don't have innovation and creativity so they steal that from our universities hence mm-hmm. Harvard right where, where we had that spy ring up there this is all connected how about the Chinese woman that was spying on Mar-a-Lago yeah right and she got busted yeah uh, how about the consulate in Houston and how about all these different investments that were being made in these with these state governors? And in a lot of these states, even if you're a Republican, it was uh, Michigan. Mm-hmm. There's a new case in Michigan, for example, uh, where they had some major um, corruption with China. And, uh, and th- that was a case where it was uh, uh, Snyder, Governor Snyder, who was a Republican. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Mayor Dugan, Mayor Dugan as well, and, uh, from Detroit. Yeah. They were invested heavily in these machines. Yeah. And again, what Texas is doing is they're complaining about the corruption. And they're saying, your corruption, your cesspool of corruption is negatively, negatively impacting 
our right to a good president or our right to a well, fair election. And it's election. also a violation of the separation of powers. You know, Do you have any idea how many cases Ted Cruz has argued before the Supreme Court? Oh, many. He's argued nine. Yeah. Which is pretty good. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, uh, uh, how uh, many uh, people uh, could say that? Right. He's argued nine cases. Well, he cases. was the national debate he, prep champion. Right. He was, And he also was, uh, wasn't he the longest solicitor in um, the state of Texas, solicitor general or something? I may, I may have that stat mixed up with somebody else, but uh, but he's, he's a very good communicator. We've seen how he communicates in Congress. And what's interesting is if it wasn't for Trump, he would be president. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, well. That's another point. I mean, we have to keep being thing. reminded of that. Yeah. So, so, but again, this is a good example of how President Trump has worked with former rivals. Because you, when you think about it, you almost completely forget that um, up until a few weeks before the um, the convention in 2016, uh, Cruz was you know running you know was Trump's opponent, and uh, and now they've worked together very successfully over the last four years. Well, social media friend, Blue Canaries, you should check her out, Blue Canaries. Uh, Canaries Blue, at Canaries Blue, wrote up a piece, uh, very interesting, um, that I'm going to go over. It's a thread, it's a Twitter thread. And she says, Michigan, product of China. Why did Governor Gretchen Whitmer and former Governor Rick Snyder both endorse Joe Biden? China, special guest, Hunter Biden, number nine. Of course, we got Hunter Biden and Joe Biden's brother, Jim Biden, um, James, uh, brother James. Uh, he, uh, they're both being, uh, turns out, investigated by the FBI. How do you like that? Yeah, this is this is a tax investigation now, right? Tax. Yeah, but there's there's so much more. And what what do you think the odds are of this all coming out into the press? After no. the election. Yeah. No, I think that was part of an agreement. I think there was an agreement that was made because of so many people that are anti-Trump that, look, we got to investigate this. We got to, you know, we, we, we can't uh, ignore this information. But, yeah, we'll do you a favor. We'll, we'll do it after the election. I mean, it, that's, it's ridiculous. Well, so here again, I'm going to start this off. And I'm going to say product of China. Why did Governor Gretchen Whitmer and former Governor Snyder uh, who is a Republican, both endorsed Joe Biden, China. But remember, um, when uh, 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 the, the, one of the holding companies for uh, Hunter Biden, uh, when he got the $1.5 billion from China, he bought out a company and then sold it to a Chinese, or yeah. allowed the Chinese military, yeah. or, or it was a Chinese military company, he bought out a company that was then bought out by a Chinese military group right. uh, to make uh, certain key components and parts. Again, this is part of that intellectual property theft, uh, whether it be through our universities and our science. We're going to cover a couple of things with COVID today, too, if we can get there. But the Harvard uh, situation was rela- directly related to Wuhan and the COVID virus. Um, but, you know, that's that's another thing that was happening. And and where that deal was made was Michigan. So that's why Hunter Biden slips into Michigan. And that's why Michigan was so corrupt. And that's why Governor Whitmer was so anti-Trump. These are people that hate America. Yeah. These are people that are all about themselves. And there's, you know, God forbid uh, something happened where Joe Biden were to get, you know, the keys to the kingdom. Because uh, 
it, it would be it would be a real problem for our country. We would have another kind, of, hold another kind of fight on our hands. Well, and there's there are already are concerns about <clears throat> if Joe Biden does, as you say, get the keys to the country, that um, these investigations, um, you know. Uh, ones that were already on the docket unrelated to Hunter are going to disappear or they're they're not really going to go after Hunter Biden that, you know, Devin Nunes has spoken up about this. Others have. So there's talk of appointing special counsels to address some of these allegations because the the, the controversies with Hunter, with the, the brother James, even if Joe Biden is not implicated in either one of these controversies, it is still going to be a, a drag on his presidency if he does indeed become president so there, there's a lot of concerns here right you know, right, right. I, and there's a lot just... of conflicts of interest as well which nobody wants to talk about but it's it's so interesting about how the media doesn't want to talk about hunter biden at all so i'm going to continue with blue canaries yes and says governor uh whitner whitmer has been in office since january 2019 governor rick snyder served two terms 2011 to 2019 his reached his term. He reached his term limits in 2016. Michigan funded a nonprofit Michigan China Innovation Center, MCIC, to build business ties and enhance co- cooperation between China and Michigan. You better believe China is paying handsomely for the, for all of this stuff. The Georgia Business China uh, that was run by the Lee family. Um, the domain was registered by the Lee family, one of the big oligarchs for China. Michigan also provides millions of dollars in support each year for business expansions and growth through its resources, incentives, and loans. Now, these are people that have never, the trouble with our politicians, they've never run a business, they've never made a payroll, and they just spend other people's money. They're they're politicians through and through, and they look at this kind of money as just a means to to make them rich. Now, Brian Connors, the founder of MCIC, managed Michigan's China initiatives under Governor Snyder and coordinated seven trade mission trips for his office. So this uh, 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 office in Shanghai where Crystal Lee works and Ye, uh, Yehang Zhang came from China to work at MCIC. So MCISD has partnerships with State of Michigan, City of Detroit, U.S. Department of Commerce, Consulate of the PRC in Chicago, Ministry of Commerce, uh, City of Shenzhen, you know, and a bunch of other entities. Chinese People Association for Friendship with Foreign Countries is a united front work group for the CCP. It is the group that SOS, like uh, Secretary of State Pompeo, mentioned in his speech to the governor's convention. So uh, this involves the auto workers unions as well. Now, where is Hunter? In 2015, an investment fund named Bohai Harvest, that's the name I was trying to get on the tip of my tongue, partly owned and directly by Biden's son, Hunter, and John Kerry's stepson, Chris Hines. Now, this is the part that gets me. There is the CFIUS court. The CFIUS court is so rigged. It's all. It's cro- mm-hmm. you talk about crony capitalism, Leonor, and I'm telling you, the CFIUS court is just right there, center. Because if Trump Jr. wanted to actually get involved with the same deal that CFIUS granted, guess what? He would get a flat no. But because it's Hunter and Chris Hines, 
Well, guess who sits on the board of Usifius at the time? John Kerry. Is that what they call a kangaroo court? Yeah, that's a kangaroo court because J. J. Because the Sipius was the, the the I think it's a poor design. It's to protect our country from uh, from national security threats when businesses get involved with overseas entities that involve uh, trade secrets or top secret classified information or could pose a threat to national security. And in this case, they did that. But guess what? Chris Hines' stepdaddy, you know, John Kerry was on the board. So was Jay Johnson. So was Susan Rice and a whole bunch of other Obama, you know, Obama disciples. Obama cronies. No, it's basically <laughs> Cepheus is just the heads of the Department of Energy, the Department of Commerce, the Department, yeah. you know, it's the secretaries of these uh, departments. And that's one of the problems. The 600 million acquisition was one of the largest Chinese takeovers of American automotive company in history. So now they're going to take over our auto trade. Yeah. Right. So you see that this particular involvement and this goes on. I mean, this is just a very involved. And I posted this up on my Twitter feed. But the Chinese, it's not just Georgia. It's Michigan. Yeah. It's Georgia. And Michigan, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, the point is, is that where these Dominion machines were going in, mm-hmm. uh, you know, is where we had all the problems. And and I, I think that's, you know, that's kind of an interesting thing right there, right there and then. So it says uh, here, uh, President Trump signed an exclusive to counterbalance all this. President Trump's ex- uh, ex- executive order regarding foreign intervention in U.S. elections could result in perilous consequences for Biden's family, for the Biden family and others. So remember, he signed a, a, two executive orders, but outside intervention, uh, Dominion's a foreign entity. So when you take a look at this Texas lawsuit, it's going to it's going to get quite interesting um, as to how this goes. But what I wanted to uh, I was just uh, getting lost here in in my (laughs) you're getting lost in your thoughts. But, you know, um, do we have any idea when this Texas lawsuit might come forward? I mean, when they when it's uh, going to be heard? Well, they're hearing from the this the force defendants. The four state, the four defendants, um, and they're hearing from them today. Today, great. And then uh, I would say that they will make a decision to hear the case either late tonight or or tomorrow. Oh. I think could well, be. That, this has got to be on an expedited schedule. Well, of course, yeah. I mean, because they they originally were talking about you know around the fourteenth. So, so and that's that that date is uh, rapidly approaching. So Larry Johnson wrote the anatomy of a stolen election. The fraud cannot stand with each passing day. The evidence of electoral fraud in the presidential election mounts other than excellent reporting by the gateway pundit. Most of the media, both print and electronic are engaged in a full blown propaganda campaign to try to persuade the American public that claims of fraud are debunked conspiracy theories not since the bad old days of the soviet union have we witnessed such contemptible lying compared to baghdad bob denial 
uh, of the U.S. tanks had overrun Iraq, the equivalent of a grenade exploding. Well, this is just as bad as Baghdad Bob, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, when you listen to Baghdad Bob, it, it's it's almost akin to the CNN reporter that's saying this is a peaceful protest and there's a big, huge building building on fire behind them with people with sticks and crowbars. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just wonder how it is that you can get that, you know, have those two pictures simultaneously. Baghdad Bob did it. Our mainstream media does it. And uh, they've hidden all this stuff. We're starting to see the mm-hmm. tax the federal uh, investigations, uh, the tax investigations, the IRS investigations into the Bidens, and we'll see how that goes. But of course, you know, if somehow Biden were to prevail out of all this, uh, it wouldn't go anywhere, would it? No. You know, it would be just a waste of time. Um, Black- Marsha Blackburn said that there should be an investigation in the Senate uh, toward the Bidens. I, I thought that um, Lindsey Graham was supposed to do that, like, Six months ago. Yeah. Didn't he say that? Yeah, he did. And he decided not to do it. Yeah. So, you, you know? well, you kind so of wonder have, on some of these matters. We've had two callers uh, calling in uh, and waiting for a long time. This caller has been on for 27 minutes. Wow. Not. Um, so, uh, that's a patient caller. Yes. And then we're going to take the uh, next caller, too. Caller, um, so this is Idaho Bob. He's been waiting for a long time. We've got very little time today, Bob. <laughs> well, interesting times, and who is it, Yogi Bear? It ain't over till it's over. But uh, whatever else, I think there are indications of widespread fraud. And uh, the Supreme Court has indicated they, they, we didn't uh, want to get involved in Pennsylvania. But I think this, that uh, the Electoral College is there for a reason, and uh, I think uh, geographically, uh, uh, we have probably two-thirds of the population in, uh, within 200 miles of the coast. And the Founding Fathers, when they made the 12th Amendment, of course, uh, Hamilton and Burr were mixing it up. But, but uh, they did not want the uh, uh, political centers the urban centers, the money centers, uh, lording over the, <laughs> the rural states. and um, uh, But the electoral college there is is to protect the process of, uh, of getting state representation beyond the voting representation that they normally would have in, in the uh, popular vote. But whatever else, it ain't over till it's over. And... I think the American people are watching this, and there's something else involved, and that is conspiracy. I mean, even conspiracy to commit a misdemeanor is still conspiracy. But when they were getting rid of the of the uh, protection mechanism uh, by, uh, uh, in some cases, dismissing uh, that they were not going to do any more accounting in uh, some areas and in in uh, having uh, false uh, water main breaks and in uh, and even even shredding those uh, outside envelopes before a proper audit could be conducted on on the signature. I mean, there's all sorts of skullduggery going on here. And uh, uh, but 
but ignoring the state's own protective mechanism in this, I think that uh, uh, I think Texas has a pretty good case, and uh, uh, but uh, in the Supreme Court, you know, in the Constitution, lawsuits between the states are to be taken by the court, regardless of its mechanical mechanism of saying whether or not they right. take something, but. Okay, but it Bob. It's all very interesting, and it ain't over till it's over. And thanks for letting me in. All right, thank you, Bob. Take care. All right, um, all right, and we're going to take Jonathan real quick. Jonathan, you're on the air. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it's it's just amazing. There's so much fraud. Just so it's it's so pervasive. There's so much in so many places, and the media is ignoring all of it. <clears throat> and saying it doesn't exist. Um, uh, and can, can I um, um, let me let me Go give ahead. you let me give you an Ann Coulter quote? She just wrote an article in, in Breitbart. She says, uh, "Voter fraud never happens, except in these ten thousand cases." <laughs> and she goes <laughs> into writing about it. Yeah, that's good. Um, but it's, it, it says a, a couple of things. One, um, uh, there has to be somewhere, uh, for all these states for so long for, I mean, they've been planning this for years somewhere there has to be in, in so many different ways they've been doing so much to undermine this election. Uh, there has to be a central command somewhere. It's a culmination. There has to be a bunch of people working on this for every state to make sure every state does does all these different things. Go ahead. No, it's a culmination, but I think it took money. I, I don't think, you know, not, I think that's why they're going to be busted. Um, they did not expect that Trump was going to have the turnout of a lifetime that Trump had, and they had to go the extra mile if they were going to pull it off. Uh, because the only way they're going to stay out of this is like just just like Russian the Russian hoax, you know everybody knew that they were spying on the Trump campaign, but they knew that they had to get elected in order to not get caught, and so they went they went blatant, they went overboard, they went obnoxious, right? And it was yeah. obvious, and they have to do it that way in order for them to win. But somehow, God's been overlooking our country. Uh, and, and making sure that we're safe and that somehow Trump has prevailed. I mean, there's been so many times I would look at Trump's situation and think the man must walk on water because I don't know how Houdini could have ever gotten out of that trap. And yet right. Trump does it all the time. <clears throat> right. And that was that was kind of my main point here is that there's so much going on. There's so much. As uh, Bob said, the skullduggery, um, it has to be God involved in this. It has to be. Either <clears throat> either it will be overturned and, and Trump will win, or, or uh, and I think that's the way it has to go. Because if Trump doesn't win, I mean, evil does have some power. And if Trump doesn't win, it's, it's going to be just so... Well, so massive, so difficult well, to try to if Trump to try to, for him to try to win a second term. If Trump doesn't win, it's going to be a setback for a lot of people. And there's a lot of people with only ten years life, ten years left in their lives. And uh, right. you know, and 
<clears throat> and so, you know, do should they uh, suffer the burdens of you know? So many people have died at the hands of ty- tyrannical governments and socialism and communism. So many people have died at the hands of or at the at the at the bad end of a antifa crowbar or baseball bat, or um, you know. Uh, suffered concussions. So many people have died right. uh, or their lives were ruined because of all of the uh, media hoaxes uh, and all these Russian collusion delusion and this BS where people have been targeted, whether it's Paul Manafort or Roger Stone or Mike Caputo or George Papadopoulos, their lives have been changed, mostly for the negative. And, you know, if you support uh, Trump, you're you're chastised. You might get you might have lost your job if you um, support Trump. You're called right. a racist. Your life right. is you've lost friends. Uh, uh, the relationships have broken up. And so the point that I'm making is at some point, at some point, we need harmony in this country. And there are people that are you know uh, you know they're at the you know they have the, they're they're older. Right, and they're going to be dying off. They shouldn't have to die with this feeling of uh, their country is not in in safe harbor and in good hands. And I just think that for a lot of people, you know, for us, for a lot of us, we still have many years to live, and we can weather the four year storm of a Biden administration and move on to greener pastures down the road. And God works in mysterious ways, but there's so many others. That I think that the answer the answer to the problem is now. I mean, we really do need to to get this fixed sooner than later. Is what I'm trying to say. Right, and I think um, it's going to be kind of obvious that uh, it's, in the end, it's going to be obvious that God had a lot of control of what's going on here to expose all these evils, and then for for Trump to exact justice on them. I think that's what's going to happen, and uh, but the media is so so blatantly uh, skewed uh, in one direction. So it's just a propaganda media, the major media, and we, we need a, a really a mass movement to write the FCC and to change well, that because you know what? they're supposed to have a balance. One of the meters I uh, use is. I look at uh, the effectiveness uh, or the um, threat, the effectiveness of a threat. Uh, as and the way you can almost uh, grade it or evaluate that is how upset it makes your adversaries become. And in a lot of ways, I'm seeing this Texas thing. I'm seeing these these pseudo intellectuals on the left t- tweet and post things like uh, all the you know, it was um, Kasich. Mm-hmm. And uh, Axelrod were, were posting these things. John Kasich, a so-called Republican. Well, they were basically saying every, every AG that supported the Texas case, they're cowards. You know, and they're going apoplectic about it in, in the sense that they feel threatened. And they feel like this could be yeah. the big one. This could be the one that, yeah. that really changes yeah. the course of history. And I think it will because... And- I, it, I mean, it didn't make sense to me that the Supreme Court just turned down the Pennsylvania case. Because to me, living in Pennsylvania, I mean, to violate the state constitution and the U.S. Constitution, to not give me a chance to vote on whether they should have mail-in ballots, uh, that was 
that's a change in the election law, which by the state constitution should go to the two times of the legislature and once to the voters to vote on a, a constitutional amendment, and they didn't do it. Well, you know, though, and, but Jonathan, here's the thing. We've been so conditioned. We've been conditioned right. to say that, you know, where Just if you're Hillary that. Clinton, you could burn your 33,000 emails after they've been subpoenaed, and you're just going to walk scot-free. But if you're Donald Trump, and you have so much as a 20-minute a do-nothing meeting in Trump Tower with uh, Veriskaya, uh, if you're Don Jr., you're going to spend nine hours being grilled by Adam Schiff, pencil neck. So it's, it's a two-standard justice system. If you're you know, if you, you last I checked, Hillary Clinton didn't have her door busted down, but Paul Manafort and Roger Stone did. And, and uh, right. George Papadopoulos was thrown in jail for 10 days uh, because he was he didn't bite on the trap that they were trying to set for him with the 10,000 bucks. And they nabbed him at the airport. Right. You know, this is a kind of aggression right. that, you know, I've never and seen there's so before. so much wrong with all of those cases. Well, how about the IRS I, I, targeting conservatives, you know? I mean, it's our government yeah, is working right. against us. But hey, I want to switch and gears. I see, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go I, ahead. I, I I just see it's it's going to be a, just a a real uh, um, exacting justice. Yeah. In the next. Uh, so and, I know, and I think Trump has to win. I know you uh, call in well, a lot about co- you call in a lot about COVID, <laughs> right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I have more to say. Well, I, I, we don't have a lot of time, so I, I want to read this tweet to you and see. And just give me a 30-second response to that, and then we'll have to run. Okay. And another truth bomb, she says. All of the positive COVID tests of the 9,000-plus students at Cambridge University tested in the week to December 6th. Okay, so the first week in December, every single one of them was found to be a false positive after a second test. That's not conjecture. That's Cambridge's own data, and I'm looking at the data sheet. We'll see how many times that's actually happened because we hear all the time about people having COVID, and when 100% of the people have it, something doesn't sound right. And then when 100% well, of Musk, them have a false positive, Elon that Musk, doesn't sound right Elon either. Elon Musk took it too took four tests in one day two positive two negative well there you go well, how do you decide from that yeah <laughs> you know these are facts folks you know yeah some of, some of these tests are good and some are very poor no but what and, i'm saying uh, is oh. people aren't dying giuliani just left the hospital he's fine right and not about vitamins mineral supplements therapeutics right we, uh, they're just we, pushing a socialist agenda this is another media propaganda work. Right. Well, thank you, Jonathan. Thanks, thank you Jonathan. so much. Thank you. All right. Take care. All right. So, um, you know, another thing is uh, mainstream media, big tech cover-up collapses with Hunter Biden's investigation. Also, uh, Facebook, of course, is being sued by 48 states. That's pretty amazing. And Seth Rich. Seth Rich is... Uh, after four years of stonewalling, corrupt FBI finally admits they're holding Seth Rich's laptop. Huh. Oh, well, gee, we, we thought the it was FBI, there all the time. The FBI. I believe Seth Rich was at the center of the DNC's reaction to uh, creating the Russian hoax and crossfire hurricane. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Well, John, as usual, calls in late. But well, we're we take... got enough time. Let's let him uh, in. <laughs> John. Hi, John. Hi, hi. I'm sorry to call late. I heard those other two guys on for a while, so I didn't want to interrupt. Um, well, this is a hard tr- problem to get a, your hands around because it's it truly is Goebbels' big lie. You tell a big enough lie, <clears throat> long enough and widely enough, and people believe it. And that's why the media sort of confab or the media conglomerate has uh, told the same story again and again. And we could go through, and that's why it's so hard to say, because there's so many stories where you are not allowed to talk about it because Twitter, Facebook, Google, and YouTube, uh, as well as the major media and most outlets such as Axios or Business Insider, or whatever they call themselves, are left-wing. And so you don't hear about the stories they don't want to hear about. I don't want you to hear about. And there's a mindset that comes from the cultural Marxist mindset, as we've talked about before, as you've heard about before. But that mindset really has infected uh, the minds of a lot of college-age students and of the elite. And so I feel that that combination of that, along with sort of the late Roman age imperial city mentality in Washington, which causes things like the uh, IRS investigation of conservatives only, or the selective uh, prosecution and arrest of conservatives, and the way they treat Manafort or Roger Stone versus, say, Hunter Biden, where they lay off for an entire year, where they have his laptop for a year before they even, you know, they don't do anything about it. They had that laptop for a long time before Bobolinsky and the, uh, the repair shop owner came forward. And I, I think we're in a situation where there's a radically different mindset in Washington, and that may not be news to anyone, but... I don't know how you fix that without an economic collapse. I believe well, this more Well, and more I think four more years... You four have more, to have that, because otherwise it won't yeah. stop. Four more years of Trump. And what you do then is you just totally dismantle the CIA and FBI and build it back up in a better way. But, uh, John, thank you for calling in today. We have to run for time. Okay. All right, take care. Take care. All right, uh, we're going to go ahead and take this out. My name is Scott Adams. My name is Leonora Cravetta. And you're listening to The Scott Adams Show. Be sure to check out our uh, podcasts over at scottadamshow.com. Check out our YouTube channel. And uh, we'll see you next time on the radio. Bye-bye now. Talk Radio. The Talk Monster. The path to restoring our republic was laid down by our founding fathers. The principles of freedom, liberty, personal responsibility, and limited government are conservative ideals we will never abandon. America is listening. Grassroots. Common sense. Conservative Talk Radio. It's on the internet. Tune in now. Red State Talk Radio. Featuring some of the most popular internet talk show hosts in America today. Are you listening? RedStateTalkRadio.com